Hello, hello. It is the love uplifted lady. So excited to be here talking with you. So I've been like contemplating back and forth for those of you that have been listening to the podcast over the past few days. You've heard me drop some things on some guided meditation. I've been trying to think like, what is the day that I want to do it? And I thought originally I wanted to do it on Sunday, but instead I'm choosing to do a guided meditation Monday. And I just kind of want to hit you to the game of what's going to be going on and what you can expect out of this month. So this month in a very few short weeks, I'm going to be uh, stepping into my comfort zone, kind of a zone that I created for myself. And I plan on bringing whoever wants to go with me there as I will be kind of turning out into my one year. And um, some of you will know what that means. Some of you won't. And I will tell you that this past year has been increasingly hard <laughs> uh, to get through for everybody. Um, but I think going through this with certain actions and, and even I would say deleting certain actions, choosing to sit down, choosing to rest, choosing to think and learn and do some of the things that I have not been able to do for such a long time was refreshing and because I was previously already certified in um, mindfulness and meditation, I just felt like it wasn't enough of a for, for focus and I was still finding myself unable to find awareness like when I needed it, not you know when it was like these worst drug out moments or I scheduled it, but rather like in the midst of stuff happening and being able from that moment to go into prayer because um, I do really enjoy interceding and praying for others. you know I ask for that often because it helps me you know kind of take some of the pressure off my back. but I found that guided meditation meditation and learning about breath work in specific. You know, this month we're going to be doing and I'm going to be running a, a training all about breath work, all about meditation, mindfulness, the reasons why these are really the keys to reducing stress more than just having the good meal plan, more than just having the fitness that is going to be there for you. You know, as a bioengenetic practitioner, I look at distortions throughout the energy in your body and 90% of the distortions that we have first in our first line of defense that we're capable of is oxygen. We are not getting enough oxygen in for the brain to even remotely get the body to do what it needs to do. It needs enough oxygen, not only just in the lungs, but throughout the system to push all the nutrients. Okay, okay, okay. Before I even get going that far, whoop, that's a whole nother podcast. I want to talk to you today about today's guided meditation and why I think it's so important to start with this on our guided meditation Monday. I'll share some information at the very end. So hang on tight for details, but I just want us to be able to go on into this and to feel like we, we can come to this self-compassion place. Now, I will tell you that this is not a place where you have to you know sit Indian style, but I do want you to be aware of your surroundings and aware of this self-compassion break and being able to you know start this podcast at any time and click right to the moment when we start talking about this self-compassion break, because it's really what I want it to feel like for you. And that is what guided meditation is more than just sitting down and trying to find a quiet place. It's about finding a quiet, guided place where you are in control of your awareness. So throughout this entire month and throughout the entire year, really, this is a state of life that I live in. I live where breath work is super important. Even running um, yesterday with my friend, we were doing 10 miles and, you know, halfway through it, I stop and do like a two minute um, breath work exercise. She doesn't even know I'm doing it. I'm like, hey, I just meditated. So this is a part of my life. I want to share it with you. I want to teach you more about it. But the 
best way to learn is to do. And if you find that after listening to this, you want to dig down deeper, you've maybe thought about how to uh, get yourself to become more aware, how to reduce stress. I am always here for you. So just know that you can always message me um, via Facebook under Angela Midget or an Instagram.com um, forward slash love uplifted lady and DM me there because I'm excited to be able to share some new things with you and let you know that this is what I incorporate into the love uplifted lifestyle for each of my clients and my patients. They are acting on guided meditation and or prayer depending on what their pathway is in life. So let's get down to it. This is a break for self-meditation. And to begin, this meditation is going to bring a kind awareness to the reasoning that we choose this. And I believe today our focus is on self and, and on showing self-love and compassion and knowing that it's deeper than just saying it. It's meditating on it. It's coming to that awareness. It's showing up for you and finding that calm place for you to enjoy yourself in. I want you to think about how your belly, your chest, your head feel as you reflect on these topics. I want you to really associate your emotions with how you're feeling deep down inside in your heart, you know, not just the surface that we deal with often, but in that visceral place um, where we know change is made. Next, I want you to be able to take in the positive as well as the negative impact that will be brought up throughout this session, this one and ones to come in the future. Um, know that too, you are not alone. And that is one of the biggest reasons why I want to share with you why guided meditation is so important because just gathering your thoughts with someone else with one focus and someone guiding you to just stay in that focus that is really what helps you find you know change in your life it's not about just giving someone the tool and saying here use it and come to me when it doesn't work it is staying there and guiding that person and that is what i really enjoy to do i want you to know that with this increased awareness of this topic it's going to bring some mindfulness that's going to stick around with you from day after day and i want you to always have this one in your bucket. You know, if you can go into it, make sure that you follow my podcast right now, check in on different things that I have going up, you know, listen to the title. I never want to waste your time. So jump in where you feel that I can help you at. Um, but this is one you need to put, put at the top. We never take breaks for ourselves. And I want you to think that, you know, a break for your self-compassion is so necessary. So let's hop in. I always want to start with a big, deep breath. So in the nose, if possible, for as many breaths as you feel is comfortable for you, and then big whooshing sound, swishing sound. <sighs> Out the mouth, exhale, and release. So we are getting started. And we're going to start with knowing that this practice is called the self-compassion break. And it's something that you can do anytime during the day or at night when you need a little self-compassion. So to practice this exercise, we're actually going to need to call up a little suffering. Um, so I'd like to invite you to think about a situation in your life right now that is difficult for you. Um, maybe not taking it to the stress level where you're unable to, to think forwardly or you feel like it's overwhelming, but I want you to think of, you know, certain relationship problems you might have encountered or things that you've worried about not happening that might can't happen now or you don't see a foreseeable future in it. And I especially want you to think of practicing this self-love compassion when it is what you need to give yourself most, when you feel like you're in indecision. So finding a situation and getting in touch with it is what's going to really show you what is happening in your mind's eye. You know, how are you 
continue revisiting these situations and these stories in our life. You know, a lot of the times when we come to a place where we need self-compassion, we find out that it's underneath that level that we have been covering up, that, you know, we have let our heart do the dealing or we've let our head do the dealing, but we haven't thought about the mind's eye. We haven't sat back and thought about why compassion is necessary to us. So in moving forward, I'm going to be saying a series of phrases that are designed to help us remember the three components of self-compassion when we need it most. So the first phase is this moment of suffering, right? We're bringing a mindful awareness to the fact that suffering is present. And I'd like to invite you to find some language that speaks to you, something that really, really is hard right now for you, or maybe you find it hard and as enough of a struggle. You know, we're actually turning towards our difficulty. We're going to acknowledge it. We're going to name it. And then in this moment of suffering, we're going to be able to move forward. So right now in this portion that we're working on, I want you to name a piece of suffering that you're going through right now. Um, there are so many things. So I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I want you to think of the first thing that pops into your head. Name it. It can be what the name is. You can AKA it. Um, you can put a bully name on it if it's something that makes you feel better, but I want you to think of this suffering. I want you to acknowledge it. Now we've come to the place with what it is. We've named it. And now we're, we're turning the difficulty away from it because we're facing it head on. We took control by even being able to name it. So that is the number one thing we're doing, bringing that awareness to, you know, the one situation that we come forth to every time you do this in the future. The second phrase of the suffering is part of life. Okay. So it's the thing that we have to go through. We're reminding ourselves and our a common humanity, that suffering is a part of life. And again, finding a language that speaks to you. It may be something like, you know, it's not abnormal to feel this way. Many people are going through similar situations, right? Um, the degree of suffering may be different. The flavor of suffering may be different, but suffering is a part of life, part of being human. And I think that's something we have to resonate ourselves with, that we are not these aliens that have never gone through anything. You know, with me being spiritual, reading the Bible intently, I know that plenty of people have suffered before I did. Definitely Jesus for me. And, you know, because of that and knowing that he suffered in, you know, this perfect form, how can me, who's made quite a few mistakes. And I thank him for, you know, saving me and continuing to right my wrongs as I come to him. Um, how can I think I'm not going to make mistakes? And I think when we look at the world and we kind of pull back away from the microscope of all of our problems, we see that we're not in this by ourselves, that there's always something else that is pulling for us. You know, that part of the, co the common humanity in the world is to look towards serving others as opposed to only serving and looking towards ourselves. And, and that's kind of what we do when we hone in and make us bigger than the situation. Let the situations be what they are. Find a group for where you can go to feel that there is a likeness. So uh, we're moving into our third phase. Um, and this may be, you know, kind of like an in myself moment. And I want you to take it. Um, I want you to think of bringing a support into you that it feels like kindness. I want you to invite perhaps, you know, putting your hand over your heart or place it over another part of your body that feels soothing. Sometimes Sometimes just kind of gently rubbing your legs, feeling the warmth from your hands, feeling the gentle touch, letting those feelings carry you through um, and thinking of just being kind to yourself. You know, a lot of the times, the moments that we go through, it's the reason that every time we look at that moment, 
no matter how big or small it is, we take the pain and then we like leave it. We leave it after the tears and, and you know, tears are great and they're cleansing. And I'm going to tell you, I'm a cry baby. That is what I do better than anything else <laughs> um, is cry uh, and smile and laugh too. But it's one of those things that crying isn't enough. That doesn't mean you're fully cleansed. I think you have to acknowledge it. And that sometimes brings tears and fears and anger, but you also have to get past it. And sometimes we get past it or almost every time, to be honest, this is what I've looked at in this year of me taking this time off is um, finding out that I was like a, a piece in this puzzle, that I wasn't just again by myself, that I was this piece in a puzzle of a bunch of things um, that mirrored a lot of areas of my life that I'd been in, if that makes any sense. Um, and then looking at this third process of getting support. And you know what I do as a lifestyle coach, as a bioengenetic practitioner, as someone really coaching through you know every full spectrum facet that you'll go through in life and in planning, I want to bring you support that I sometimes found hard to give myself, but we have to do that. And, you know, this is what that third phase is, is really reaching out and touching to yourself. You know, so many times we're reaching out for a hug, we struggle and we need our kids and we need our husband, we need our parents or whatever is around us for support. And we forget to think that we can wrap our arms around ourselves, that we can give ourselves love, that we can find, you know, peace in the struggle. So, you know, with that, I want you to be using language that supports that kind of sense of kindness, um, that perhaps is a language that you would use with a good friend that you cared about. You know, think about how you talk to your friends, how you build them up. You have to become a friend to you to be a good friend to anybody else. Kids, husband, everybody included. You got to get in that mirror and you have to say, girl, you are looking good. So what I want you to think about is there are lots of people going through similar situations as you, um, but you have to think about why you are here in this situation, how it builds you personally. Um, you know, is it okay for you to care about yourself? Yes through everything, through the good, through the bad. Um, not only when you feel comfortable, but when you feel uncomfortable, when you're growing and, you know, God forbid when you're stagnant, but it happens, it's always about finding that resting place and that awareness. So, you know, darling, it's okay to say that you're sorry. Um, it's okay to say you'll try again. It's okay to uh, start calling yourself by your first name, you know, anything that feels natural for you to be able to develop and express that deep wish and change for your life and to free you from the suffering. You know, part of what we do when we lack self-compassion is we stop looking in, we stop loving on ourselves. We start thinking that, you know what, someone else will come in, you know, they'll be, they'll be my knight in shining armor, or they'll be my, my wife that I'll look up to and I'll do everything for. And, you know, we get in those places and sometimes we're given all of those things and we're still not in love with ourselves. And none of those things matter when we're not in love with ourselves. So in letting go, I want you to think of this process and you know, noticing right now how your body feels, allowing the situations to be what they are, um, allowing yourself to be who you are, and knowing that we have reflected, we have showed up today, we have decided that compassion is sometimes on the other side of some really tough situations that we go through, and we can always approach it with a calm mind. 
that is where things get done. They don't get done in the midst of chaos. They don't get done in the midst of contingency plans or running around like a chicken with our head cut off. Even though it feels like we're doing things, we are really just moving through the motions. And more than anything, we are not creating memories that are lasting. And every moment that we go through has to have a reason, has to have a season, and it has to grow you or is taking from you. So I want you to use guided meditation as a thing that helps blossom you up to seeing who you truly are on the inside and the things that you kind of see come out of you when you start to be calm. Because for me, having ADHD, it's really easy for me to say that, you know, I, I like to do things fast and quick and all over the place. I love it. But at a certain point, I'm getting older and I'm seeing that, you know, at 32, the ripe old age, that I can get tired easily. And because I put a lot of demands on my body, you know, I quickly can go run mileages and, you know, want to get out there and really work myself that I need to give myself rest just as much as I need to give myself activity. And, you know, having this, this ailment that some people would say of ADHD and having PTSD and all these things that make you want to run away from yourself, I'm finding that in sitting with me that I'm really learning who I am and I'm learning about the struggles and I'm seeing all of the things that guided meditation is pulling out in me. And you know what? I'll tell you to be completely honest, you know, I'll sit down thinking that I'm going to go in one focus and something completely different will come up and it'll get worked out. And it's like, you know what? I went through all this for a reason, but I did it in sitting in awareness of myself. So I want you to be aware of who you are, how you are, and be good with you. Call yourself by your first name, get in the mirror and talk to you. You know, it's not just about affirmations. It is about creating awareness of who you are, because if you are watching who you are, you take care of who you are. So I want you to know, as always, your love uplifted, your love uplifted lifestyle is out there. You just have to be willing to go find it. Have a great day.